0: I V M.
1: Hi, I'm Pavan Srinath, and I'm here with Rohini Nilekani on the sidelines of the Takshashila Hudson Conference on uh, shaping India's new growth agenda and implications for the world. Uh, we've been talking about many different topics. Uh, we will be talking about many different topics at the conference tomorrow, but I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, malnutrition and sanitation in India. Uh, the good thing that has happened is I think the political class in India has finally recognized and at least has started talking about sanitation and toilets. But I find that there is a disconnect between that and perhaps priority in policy. So how there has been some recent research in the last couple of years which has shown that a lot of malnutrition can perhaps be explained by sanitation alone how do you think we should be looking at this new research and how do you think policy should be focusing on the idea of sanitation?
0: Yeah, I think first of all, let's acknowledge the progress we have made. In the last 15, 20 years, I mean, we've gone from, I don't have the exact numbers at my fingertips, but we've gone from somewhere 15, 20 percent coverage to about 45, 50. So let's acknowledge that first. And it's come because of a variety of factors including public policy. The good thing also now is that the nation's attention, as you said, is focused on sanitation. It's become very clear, partly because of the kind of research of Dean Spears and others who are telling us that it is such a crucial link to everything. Uh, public health we knew generally, mm-hmm. but knowing that for young children, vulnerable populations, uh, lack of access to clean water and sanitation has multiple long-term implications is surely something that's come to the focus. and public policy must aggressively drive followed by public expenditure and all the other institutional reforms that need to be done around the concept of sanitation. Um, Some of the work that we have been doing through um, our foundation, Argyam, um, is telling us that behavior change uh, has a significant amount to do with it. Um, Government already has a program, as you know, and I think there is a new program coming up to buttress it to say people who need toilets will be given financial incentives etc, etc. But I think we will need to do more than that in terms of making sure that everybody goes inside a clean toilet
1: mm-hmm. and we
0: reduce open defecation. We don't have much time. We don't have much time, I think you are right. Um, there is good public policy, we need to plug some of the gaps, we need a lot more philanthropic capital to come in, perhaps like a sanitation fund together with government to do things. But I think if we want to see better outcomes on malnutrition of the children to be born and survive for five years, we have no choice but to plug that. And for women's safety as well, that's coming Mm -hmm. into play. The demand for sanitation is building up because of pressure on land, urbanization, Uh, time to get our act together. We have ten years, that's it.
1: So one of the things we often discuss about Takshashila and sanitation is the perfect example of this is what we call the Mahatma grade problem. And especially in the case of sanitation, it's a problem which Mahatma Gandhi himself tried to solve. Did, yeah. And did not make as much progress on this as he did in many other fronts. Right. So like one of the aspects we talk about in policy is the idea of finance. Hmm. Do you think finance is today the bottleneck in sanitation? Do you think it's something else? No, I
0: think it's a combination of things from my understanding of the last nine years. That of course, uh, there's a lot of need for actual real money upfront, so that the mm-hmm. poor who usually don't have toilets say, okay, I'm willing to spend. I can spend that ten thousand rupees is what it really takes to build a decent right. toilet with mm-hmm. access to little water. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, finance is a part of it. But I think you can build that out. I think you Fair can enough. build that out. I think if you create um, uh, financial uh, instruments, you encourage banks to do. I think that will not be the Mm -hmm. Right now it is because there is a lot of corruption also in that and a lot of bureaucratic delays getting the money that you deserve to you. Mm -hmm. But really I think it is a cultural, behavioral thing that we need to attack. People need to internalize the idea that not just the women in the house, not just the children, every single person, not just the elderly must have safe access to sanitation so that the effect is felt for all. And I think there is a lot the government can do to spread more awareness. I think more research is required. I think civil society actors have a long and big role to play. So it is a combination of things.
1: Okay. And uh, so when we are talking about the government, again, uh, resources that that the government can spend on this, always the government has a limited amount of money, right? So it has 100 rupees to spend, it is looking at especially developmental challenges that it has to plug with this finance so in this case if we have something like the food security bill where we are spending a lot of money on sub- cheap food grains which is just one tiny component of food in general do you think if some of that attention as well as the finances can shift towards sanitation do you think that that is where the heart I of it so, is i think so from
0: everything i have l- learnt and read uh, clean good safe water and safe sanitation would we'll go a much further way in terms of prevention of malnutrition and everything. But let me say that I am glad that we have a framework of rights for people about access to food. Mm-hmm. In India, it's really not about having uh, – in India now, we must focus on implementation.
1: Right.
0: So whether it's about food, whether it's about toilets, whether it's about education outcomes, mm-hmm. if we focus on how shall we get it done and get the right incentive structures for the executive, along with the political class which is listening to people's demands. So that at least is a to and fro, and you can throw Mm -hmm. people out, you can elect them back. But if we can put those structures of focus on implementation, not so much, we all seem to have some broad consensus on the what. Mm -hmm. Now we just focus relentlessly on the how.
1: So it's not so, so much the idea, but just getting I think, it done. Okay, I
0: think, yeah, I think the implementation, I think right. those are our biggest challenges and that's where the focus has to be. I think some urgency is coming okay. and we just need to keep pushing the pedal. I think the demand, we have to build up the quality of demand. That's some of the work that in civil society you do. You keep building up the quality of demand on the supply system
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: the supply has to respond and you're seeing some of those breakthroughs now, right. whether it comes to water or sanitation, which I know better than I know food. But you, when you start building that up in society, the system has no choice but to. Do. You can't yeah. have 600 million young, restless people and mm-hmm. not demand, not respond to their demands. So you will yeah. see these five, ten years are going to be very important. I
1: hope. I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, to sort of switch tracks a little bit, um, I know that you've written in the past on the issue of dams a little bit, and I, I, I want to just step back a little and say that. We had the first prime minister of India talk about temples, sorry, dams as the modern temples, temples of modern India, right? And it was this sign of hope, progress, change and so many things so many years ago. And today we have a very, very different discourse on dams, right? They, uh, there are people who go ahead and do it, but they're sometimes they're seen as necessary evil, sometimes they're just seen as wrong and creating more trouble than they're worth. How do you think we should look at the narrative about dams and what, what should we do about them? And I know that the use of these dams go from irrigation to HIDEL, uh to perhaps even environmental risk management. So how do you see dams in so, modern India? Uh,
0: first of all, I'm not an expert, but I'm not an ideologue on these issues. I think we have to be practical. I think dams have served purposes. You know where the world has moved on dams, the world commission on dams. We saw Mm -hmm. all the negative things and again opinion began to change that if you need storage, how are you going to do it? Can you do it more scientifically? What I saw in Uttarakhand, for example, the hydropower, the dams that are coming up, which are also used for irrigation, drinking water a little bit, uh, they, they, they don't be... States are not looking at this in a holistic way, right? Mm -hmm. So every few kilometers, if you're going to have a dam, the tail end of one meets the beginning of the other. That's where I think the problem is. How are you going to design it? What is your broader perspective on dams? On the other hand, you could look at decentralized storage. If you're talking about storage, you can look Mm -hmm. at mini hydel if you're looking at power. I think we must have more flexible design. I think Mm -hmm. um, we must look at more decentralized ways of uh, storing water, especially, as you know, some of our friends say that India is a groundwater civilization. Mm -hmm. If you want water available to everybody and given the state of our agriculture, the state of our farming communities. Possibly want to look at what Tusharsha says is to look at our groundwater as our reservoirs. Uh, So long as you are constantly recharging your aquifers and understanding a little bit how they behave, Mm -hmm. maybe that is a cheaper, more decentralized and more dearest solution than large storage. So that's my common person's understanding of it. But as I said, I'm not an ideologue on this. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need a sensible combination of these things.
1: Right. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much you for, for being with us. Thank
0: you very much.